0: Last week, at least 200 people were gruesomely murdered when a terror gang on motorcycles went on a rampage and attacked several communities in Nigeria's volatile northwestern Zamfara state. The horrifying violence, which also led to displacements, was connected to a fallout of military operations, particularly airstrikes targeting enclaves of terror groups known locally as bandits. The massacre of defenceless civilians also occurred shortly after the release of a government gazette designating the groups as terrorists. The proscription of these armed groups notorious for terrorizing communities and commuters is supposed to allow security forces and the government to use a wide range of military and non-military tools in tackling the security crisis in the northwest and also other parts of the north-central region. Hello, welcome to The Crisis Room, a podcast from Human Angle. I am Maryam Mustafa. In this podcast, we look at crisis trends across the country and answer the tough questions around them. This week, I am here with my colleagues, Murtala Abdullahi and Kunle Adibajo.
1: Thank you, Maryam. Today, we will be discussing the potential impact of the perennial discrimination for armed groups in the Northwest and part of the North Central. We will also be looking at the ongoing scrutiny intervention in the regions, as well as the humanitarian crisis.
0: So over the past few years, the multidimensional security crisis in these regions has actually escalated in terms of intensity and also the scale of attacks and disruption. These attacks range from kidnapping for ransom, cattle rustling, killings and disruption of socioeconomic activities as well. The insecurity has forced tens of thousands of people to flee their homes, including over 80,000 Nigerians who have fled to the neighboring Marathi region in Niger Republic. According to the UN Refugee Agency, this violence has also triggered internal displacement of around 26,000 people in Niger.
1: The security and humanitarian crisis is transnational in nature, Uh, The terrorism designation which followed an earlier court judgment is supposed to provide room for the Nigerian Air Force to use the A-29 Super Tucanos, Uh, the U.S. had earlier placed caveat on its use. Uh, It's also designed to enable the government to utilize provisions of the Terrorism Prevention Act.
0: What it means is that the government can now apply sections of the anti-terrorism legislation against individuals associated with these groups, including informants and collaborators. The government will also be able to target the finance and logistics support systems of the groups in an attempt to suffocate and degrade their operational capacity. To speak more about the impact of the terrorism designation is our colleague, Kunle Adibajo. Kunle has worked extensively in the region covering the dynamics and plights of these victims. Kunle, what are your thoughts on the new move?
2: It is indeed a welcome development, and something we've given our stamp to at Human Angle over a year ago, considering how the conflict in the region has evolved. It is true that the wording of the Gazette is vague, But if we are to be fair, it only reflects the nature of the armed violence. Hopefully, its implementation will be more nuanced. We hope also that we will see more sustained military campaigns to match the severity of the crisis and that the announcement will discourage locals from enabling acts of terror. We've seen that they often do this through providing information and supplies, smuggling weapons to the terrorists or even depriving the authorities of needed intelligence. Uh, With the suspects now handled under the Terrorism Prevention Act, the powers given to the criminal justice system should allow for a more effective investigation and prosecution of those arrested. Generally though, we have to understand that addressing this problem goes beyond the designation recognized by the government, as we've seen with the Boko Haram insurgency, as well as the separatist agitations in other parts of Nigeria.
1: For locals and victims, the expectations will be that security measures will lead to peace and stability, really. The ability to cultivate their farms, sleep peacefully at night, travel and attend schools without the fear of violence. From our conversation, this will require steps to isolate the threats and address the factors behind the violence. There are also concerns on clarity and, and the nature of the prosecution to avoid unintended consequences and abuses. This is because of the fluid character of the groups and the absence of specific details on groups and their actors.
0: This is an episode of Human Angle Crisis Room. Thank you for listening. I am Mary Mustafa. Join in next week for another episode. Members of our production team are Anthony Asemota and Anita Eboigbe. The executive producer is Ahmad Selkida.